This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This week, we're telling the story of Olympic Airways Flight 411. Thanks for listening. I just don't know how things work. Okay, so today, uh, today, as you know, um, I had a very hard time. This one's a weird one. It's a, it's, it's weird in that the, um, the finer details are very hard to find and i don't know why i don't know if it's i don't know i don't know yeah. what's weird about this one but this hmm. is one kind of like the um eastern airways flight uh 940 i think was it um in the one that crashed in um south america and like all the weird stuff where there's just like oh right where are the facts where right. do i find facts about this it's a weird one but it's fine it's fine here we go so <laughs> uh today we're talking about olympic airways 411 and we're going back to august 9th 1978 so we're back to uh where olympic airways is a grecian airline so we're flying from athens to jfk which oh, cool. means that uh smoking abounds Just nothing, literally nothing but smoking. Chain smoking. They don't let you on the plane if you don't smoke. (laughs) They give you a little pack of cigarettes when you get on board. Yeah. You have to smoke the whole time. You have to be holding a lit cigarette at all times. Right. They will ask at customs for proof that you smoked your like four little, I mean, it's a long flight. It's like 11 hours to fly from Athens to JFK. Um, (laughs) And we're in a, we're in like a beautiful, glorious Queen of the Skies 747. So we're nice. back in the best plane of all planes. And uh, Olympic Airways has some damn class. So they've named their 747 <laughs> uh, the o- Olympic Zeus. Wow. So, what, a yeah. what a name. What a name. What a name. So uh, the plane was born in 1973, so it's only five years old. This is like the heyday of 747s. You know, right. this is just, this is what they were made for. Transit, you know, super long transatlantic flights, big, yeah. beautiful plane. It's the 70s, babies. Grab your cigarettes and <laughs> let's go. So uh, we've got 418 human souls on board. Holy cow packed to the rafters big huge plane so 400 passengers Jeez. three pilots 15 flight attendants i think uh again things are a little bit weird that three pilots for an 11 hour flight i i hope that's not right but right. it i think is right and i don't know any other way to i think that's correct i think the three of these guys were supposed to just fly the whole thing by themselves how many in like um, reference to how many is it now again 
now for a long flight like that you would have like a relief crew you know you would have like somebody else who would come on and you know every airline will have it and different countries will have like slightly different like the number of hours they can fly yeah um before they get a break of some kind but i don't know and 15 flight attendants for 400 people you can't do it with that with a lot fewer flight attendants right Right, no kind of even that seems like too few to be honest it's tough right yeah yeah, especially when you're going up and down the aisles handing out cigarettes the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> Enforcing our smoking rule. Right, right. You got to make sure. They're it's, very busy. It's, it's for safety. It's yeah. for safety. <laughs> so we have uh, Captain Cephas. Uh, the first officer's name is sometimes written as Costas and sometimes written as Constantinos. And I don't know if those are just somehow the same name. Interchangeable, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know if that's like Jim and J- like James. I don't know. but Yeah. Uh, and what's the flight engineer's name? What's the flight engineer's we name, guys? What is it? I looked through so much, and the only place I found him named anywhere uh, is our boy, our beloved Aaron from Mini Air Crash Investigations. At one point, says the name Trebus. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I assume he's right, but I did write before I realized that he did use a name for the flight engineer. I did write John Stamos everywhere the flight engineer comes up because <laughs> I couldn't find his name. And so Perfect. that's flight engineer. So uh, <laughs> we're flying from Athens to JFK. That is a long, long, long flight. Uh, I think it's Going that way it is like between 11 and 12 hours. It's a long flight. Yeah. Um, and it's packed full of people, packed full of luggage. Uh, this flight was mostly used by um, Americans for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. I know Greece has had a um, an eventful economic history. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll just leave it at Same that because I don't yeah. know enough to comment more on it but uh it's been eventful so i don't know if that's part of the reason why if like kind of tourism in that direction is much more common than tourism in the other direction but it's mostly americans going home on board and uh it is so heavy (laughs) the plane is so frigging heavy it is eight thousand pounds under the absolute like limit for taking off so it's like at the eight thousand pounds out of like you know seven hundred thousand pounds right. you know what i mean so it's like this incredibly it's like the margin is very 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 small it's within the margin it's not too heavy technically to take off but it's heavy yeah right heavy 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 plane and uh something about athens um like i haven't been to greece i don't think you've been to greece no. um but it's like mountainous and on the Mediterranean, right? So beautiful, yeah. It, beautiful, gorgeous, right? What more could you want? Um, the it's mountainous right up to the Mediterranean, right? So mm. Athens is like located in something called like the Athens Basin, meaning it's in like a valley in between, surrounded by four mountains, um, and then more mountains after those mountains. That's how <laughs> mountains work, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, so when you take off, you gotta like hurry up and like get over those mountains you know so uh it's a little bit of a it's not dangerous it's just it's just part of the topography that's just how it is there right yeah. so they're heavy literally anyone on earth you all you know what show you're listening to you know where this is going but normally it's <laughs> fine right don't worry about flying to athens it'll be fine <laughs> um and uh as they're 
gearing up to go, getting all 418 of those souls on board, uh, fueling up with all the fuel they could possibly fit, uh, got all the luggage on board. They're, you know, doing all of their pre-flight stuff. And uh, they, like, engine three and four are, like, being a little weird. They're, like, a little weird. They're idling a little bit low, but it's just, like, sometimes that happens, you know? Sometimes... You know, everybody has their days. We're not always at 100%, I guess. And so, like, (laughs) you know, it's just, eh, eh, whatever. So uh, they close the doors, they boop, boop over the runway, and they start their roll for takeoff, right? So they rocket down the runway. They got to go fast, right, to take off. This is a huge plane, full plane, got to go fast to take off. And I know it's been a long time since we talked about some of these details, so I'll repeat them. So they're rocketing down the runway, and they uh, the uh, captain is flying. The first officer says V1, and the captain says rotate. And what that means is V1 is the speed where it's too late. You cannot change your mind. You must now take off because you are going too fast to try to stop on the ground. So yeah. when you hit V1... It, it up you go right and so he rotates uh meaning like lifts the nose of the plane up off the ground and like you start to fly and bang engine three explodes just no. blows up blows up and uh now thank god most uh engines are like designed so that if they blow up it doesn't uh like it 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 it's controlled. It's kind of inside a cowling that you hope will will contain the explosion. Not today. It explodes and just like spits Shit. like shrapnel all over the runway. And all three other engines, because this is a huge plane with four engines. One just blew up right as they were like just lifting up off the ground. And uh, the other three engines are like, oh, no, our buddy. And like just are like piddle out like they're still on. They're still going, but they're like piddly like they're not no, doing right in any way at full speed uh but they've just like there's nothing to do they're whoop off the ground right so as they like just lift up off the ground now when this happens training says you leave that gear down and the reason why you're supposed to leave the gear down in a circumstance like this a this is just a dangerous circumstance period right. there's no way that having an engine explode at right at that moment where you're lifting up off the ground isn't going to be some kind of problem but you're supposed to leave the gear down because even though gear being down uh creates drag the actual act of the doors opening up and then the gear lifting back up and then the doors closing that creates a lot of drag for those few seconds so when you're at a critical moment like this it's dangerous to lift the gear up because you could stall right there because you could have so much drag on the plane that you just stall out right at that moment but uh listen cephas whatever cephas says gear up and and costa says you got it and just like lifts the gear up and the reason why he does it is because cephas is looking out and the plane is just like barely 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 off the ground 30 feet off the ground going so 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 slow so in order to stay in the air in order to avoid a stall the minimal speed airspeed for this plane is 180 knots and they are at 170 so they are fully in danger of stalling and they are 30 feet off the ground my i right Jeez. now at this moment am more than 30 feet off the ground right. you mariah are more yeah. than 30 feet off the ground they are barely off the ground so and cephas is looking ahead and 
it's the whole entire city of Athens in front of them, right? All the people, all the everything. And there's like a little hill. And he's like, we're literally going to hit that hill with the gear if the gear isn't out of the way. So they lift the gear up. The plane doesn't stall out at that moment. It, it, they, it, thank God they get the gear up without the plane stalling. Uh, they, the flight attendants in the back, there's a flight attendant very back of the plane in her jump seat and she can see from her vantage point she could see the engine blow up and all the and just spit bits of engine all over the world okay she calls the verser she calls the head flight attendant at the front of the plane and says hey uh the engine just blew up and the other girl's like okay and the the flight attendant in the back goes like we're screwed and the one in the front is like yeah we're screwed they just whoop and that's they just agree that they're done so so uh air traffic control is watching this plane take off and they watch this plane just barely lift up the ground watch the engine blow up and again just spurt like crap all over the runway as it blows up and watches the plane just slowly like barely lift up off the ground and they are like immediately like oh my god oh my god you know it's going to crash it's going to crash it's going to crash right there and they watch they can see that hill that's the end of their vantage point from the air traffic control tower is that hill and they watch the gear go up and they watch the plane like just slide over that hill just barely 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 slip over the hill without crashing into the hill and then out of sight out of sight gone so they they immediately go into action like calling rescue services because they're positive this plane is going to crash like they know it's going to crash and they know it's going to crash like in in the city people around the city guys a 747 not everyone has seen a 747 in their life and that's too bad it's a shame we should do better as a world but like (laughs) they are huge Huge. you guys like every time i saw a 747 every single working day of my life at jfk every time i saw it i was like oh my god it's so big they are humongous huge this massive plane is flying slowly and low 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 to the ground in the cockpit in the cockpit the flight engineer john stamos is like going crazy he is fiddling with everything trying to figure out why the other three other engines aren't doing what they're supposed to do this plane should be able to fly with three engines that's why there's so many engines in the first place and they're not giving them anywhere near the power they need the plane is so heavy so he's just going wild like fiddling with his whole panel trying to figure out what's going on uh the two boys who are looking ahead know that they just 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 managed to not crash into that uh, hill and they also know that they are not they are their speed is so low that the plane can and frankly should stall at any second it's it's they're not going fast enough to maintain flight right they, it's it's crazy they are trying they can't make any fast movements because it's like a very delicate thing right very 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 delicate so they're trying to like 
increase the speed and they're not successfully increasing the speed. They're trying, they can't really turn. They can't really, uh, and the thing is, is if they lift the nose up, right? If you lift the nose up in order to gain altitude, you will slow down. You have to trade speed for altitude, or you can trade it the other way and gain speed by flying down. They desperately need to gain speed, but they cannot because below them, there is nothing but the city of Athens. They are flying barely barely over apartment buildings they are hacking off towers like people's satellites you have satellite dish on your on your they are cutting through like tv antennas they're just like shoop shoop like cutting it down as they go because they are barely going over it cephas has two daughters somebody who knows his family sees this plane oh my god limping over the city of Athens, looks up, sees this plane, people out, people in buildings that the plane is passing, slowly whirring past. People inside those buildings can look onto the plane and see the faces of the passengers like parallel to them, looking at them. This person who knows Cephas's family, the captain's family, calls his family and says, is your dad flying a plane right now like what is your dad doing right now where is he and they say he's like you know he just he they knew where he was he had just taken off on a flight and they they're like i think that your dad's plane is going to crash and they like his daughters like rush to the airport where the airport just everybody's just waiting for this plane to crash including the pilots yeah so the pilots are in the cockpit trying desperately to just keep the plane in the air long enough so that it does not crash into the city and kill just citizens of the city they they're dead everybody on board is dead they're just trying not to kill anybody else this the plane has somehow not stalled yet they can't they need to they're looking ahead right as they look ahead They've they've just, just, just cleared that hill and they've gotten up just to 50 feet, 50 feet above sea level. Okay, barely, barely on the ground. Oh, that's I already said that. Okay, so they keep they keep going and they can see one of the mountains ahead of them. Right. And they think and then Cephas says we should aim for that mountain because nobody lives on that mountain. And if we just crash into that mountain, if we just do it, if we just crash into that mountain, then only us and the other people on the plane will die. And we won't kill anybody else. And they so they are trying. It's the plane is now going 160 knots. 160 knots is 20 knots under the minimum speed for this flight. They're the captain. They're just, 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 just getting up a little, little bit. So it's super, super hot. It's August in Greece. It's super, super hot as they get just, just, just out of the city. It cools off a little bit. Interestingly, I don't understand this, but Athens has one of like the most complex uh, like weather systems in the world. So as they, so hot air is, 
is denser, you get less lift. It's it's harder to fly basically in hot air. And so they get out of the city and like the air is like cooling off just just a little bit. They're headed straight for this mountain. They are just going to crash into this mountain because that's the only choice they have. They're completely full of fuel. They can't dump fuel from 30 feet above the ground onto the people of Athens. They're going to crash into this mountain and they are headed toward Mount it's I uh, Mount Aglaia, I don't know. So it's unpopulated. They fly toward it, and God Himself just <laughs> blows on the plane. This oh. little breeze just comes, and like not a big, huge gust, just like a breeze, just blows on the plane and gives them just a little bit more lift, just a little bit more speed, just a little bit more lift. They're flying over as they're not as they're flying away from slightly away from the city. This is a very small region, really, that we're talking about. Yeah. But they fly just out of the city, and now they're over like a cooler area, and so the air is cooling off. So they're getting a little bit of lift, a little bit more lift, and they're headed straight for this mountain, and they can't turn just like aerodynamics if they're like turning is going to slow them down right so turning will make them stall but they kind of like look at the speed and they haven't stalled yet and they're going to crash into this mountain anyway and they're kind of like maybe we can just turn it maybe we can just turn it and they like slowly gradually bank just trying to like just turn the plane as slowly as they can and the plane turns in front of the mountain without running into it and turns out toward the ocean Oh. And they're like, okay, okay, so let's turn out toward the ocean. They turn out toward the ocean, and the ocean's a good place to crash to. Maybe we could actually land it, right, and and not kill anybody. And maybe we can actually do, like, a water landing. They turn slowly out toward the ocean. They fly out toward the ocean. And John Stamos is in the back. The flight engineer is going wild with the, the controls, and he friggin' figures something out. He figures it out this whole time. He's not looking out the window. He's not looking ahead. The pilots are flying the plane and he is boop, 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 booping. And he like he adjusts all the settings on his board and he the engine starts to pick up power like the remaining three engines they start to pick up power and they get out over the ocean and flying out over the ocean they start to dump fuel right so they're dumping fuel not from that high guys this fuel is not evaporating in the atmosphere it's going straight into the ocean they are they're dumping fuel though and they're letting their plane get lighter and lighter and as they dump fuel they're able to like pick up the speed a little bit, pick up the speed, pick up the nose, go up, 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 and they get all the way up to 1,500 feet, which again, guys, 1,500 feet, not that, not right. that high, no. right? For, but but for a massive high plane. enough, no, but high enough that you're like, okay, we might be out of the woods. So they dump all the fuel, all the fuel they could possibly dump. They dump out, <laughs> they get up to 1,500 feet and they're like, okay, hey, 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 we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. And they go back toward the airport, and they land at the airport and literally oh everybody survives. No. No injuries, no nothing. Cephas gets off the plane. Everybody at the airport is going wild. Oh, wild. The people at the airport all watched this plane disappear oh. over this hill, right? Called emergency services, were totally, completely positive that they were going to die. Cephas's oh. daughters had come there. They were like, the, the people at the airport are, it's, elated yeah but the people the passengers some of the passengers never figured out that something was wrong this is so Jesus. funny to me even though there was a loud explosion i guess if you were on the left side of the plane and didn't like 
see it and just right. thought like maybe it's that's a weird sound or whatever like i don't know but some of the passengers thought most of the passengers knew something was wrong when they could like yeah. they had to feel something when the plane like was taken down satellite dishes and stuff but right whoo, oh but everybody God. lived everybody lived <laughs> everybody lived i surely okay. thought i like wrote it off in the very beginning that everyone was gonna die Immediately. You you and literally everyone else. Oh you and literally one hundred percent of the people involved. Every oh single God. person involved, including the pilots. Right? Okay, so the flight data recorder. So so this plane lands and they're like, Okay, we really need to find out what happened here. Right? Because this is yeah. not good. No. Not good. Anybody who was like outside that day in Athens, right? A 747 is humongous, yeah. humongous. It like, I can't, it's like a monster. It's like Godzilla, How many blue like whales? stomping through your town. Two and a half blue whales, right? Nice. Didn't we do the math one time? Yeah. Huge, is huge. It? Something like that. Yeah, huge, huge. So uh, the, the flight data recorder. Right, that they take for an incident, even though, even though there wasn't a crash, thank God, uh, there was no crash. But they take the black box, the flight data recorder, and the um, the cockpit voice recorder, right, and they analyze it. The FDR makes makes no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. Every single solitary time. They have tried to run this flight in simulations. The plane crashes. Oh my the plane God. at one point got down to 150 knots. 150 knots. The plane is, the minimum speed for this plane is 180 knots. Okay. This plane was way, way under speed. And it was all, it was right at the edge of how heavy it could be. Yeah. So it was going way too slow. It was way too low in a mountainous area that is also a city. It, it A city oh in the mountains, right? It, it, it's preposterous. Boeing, Boeing uses this flight in their trainings. Like when, when Boeing is training people, they do this flight. When they're training their own investigators, they have them investigate this flight. There's something that I haven't, I can't confirm this. Again, people, if you watch Aaron's video about this, his video will be a little bit different than this, guys, because we're just not, I don't disagree with Aaron. It's just the, the details, you got to just pick which one you're going to go with. It is a weird flight. The mm. details, the details that Boeing provided are different from the, uh, details in the Greek press at the time. They're different from the um, Greek investigative bodies report oh, on wow. it. Like you got to It's, it's, I don't know. Right. You got to choose your details. Though. Right. So, so, but uh, apparently according to Boeing, their, their internal, like their system wrote the plane off automatically as a total loss based on oh. the, the flight data recorder. Like their system took that flight data recorder and automatically wrote the plane off as a total loss because it should crash. Yeah. It just should like aerodynamic rules. This plane right. should not have have nothing. This shouldn't have happened. Right? Yeah. Period. And though that's indisputable. So just to be clear, like the things that are solid facts are that the plane 
was way under its minimum speed for a long time and going really, really low and that it was a very heavy flight on a hot day. So So bizarre. Boeing says that what caused the engine to explode was the, uh, they say that on the ground before the plane uh, took off during all their pre-flight stuff, they say that the flight engineer accidentally like meant to turn the water pumps for the engine on but accidentally turned them off like they had already been on he thinks he's turning them on he accidentally turned them off that's what they said and they said that engine three overheated and exploded that's a weird thing to say right because these engines particularly are um the water pumps that they have were not apparently were not for cooling the purpose of them was actually to um enhance performance so if like inhibiting performance there's definitely reason to think that the 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 water pumps being off inhibited the performance of the engines but after the engine exploded they got a water pump error light and the first officer turned them off so it's a very weird thing i don't know guys yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if you know somebody knows i think probably but certainly so there's they're saying that the water pumps are not necessary but just just to enhance there so so the design of the engine is the water pumps the the design of the engine the purpose of the water pumps is to enhance the performance of the engine Interesting. But Boeing said that the water pumps were turned off and it right. caused the engine to explode. And that engines can be designed that way where the the water is a coolant. Right. But that wasn't the design of these engines. It's weird. I don't that's know. A guys. We- yeah, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Right. Right. It doesn't. I don't understand it. And here's the thing. Uh, you might. Right. And if you if you know, if you are familiar with this and you know it and you what speak greek i don't know right because i'm reading a lot of like trans like google translated articles in greek and stuff like that but if you know more about it or you just get these details in a way that i don't please you know tell us um but no matter what these people all survived the plane did survive it did they they fixed the plane they gave it a new engine and like figured it out but like oh my god this is it's like Godzilla, right? Like it truly stomping is. through your city. Yes. Like, oh my god! And gosh. then the swerving and the everything, Woo! the landing. Yeah, gosh. yeah. I bet that. Yeah. Like, I am. I wonder if there's footage of the them arriving at the airport. I, was I there, would love it if there was. Anything? I didn't. It's no. it is. It's the seventies, so it's possible, Probably. but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know, right? Like if. Because a lot of airports have, um, like, yeah, cameras on their runways, right? right? Whether it's a security camera or whatever. But I don't, I don't, I did not come across that. What a glorious but. reunion! Whoo, yeah, holy cow! The apparently, um, Cephas, the the um, captain, apparently he carried around a print off of the flight data recorder <laughs> because. He yeah. didn't think people would believe him. Yeah. 
And like, yeah, I get it, man. Right. I get right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But this is like to this day, this is like um a scenario that can be put into um like flight simulators that pilots used to train. Yeah. Um and different things like that. And yeah. And they didn't give up. That's the thing. So what's amazing to me is like they didn't they believed they were dead and didn't give up. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of people, those are like those two things can't coexist. Yeah. Kind of. You know what I mean? And that's I think part of the miraculousness of it, right? The, right. Like they believed they were dead and were like, okay, we're gonna crash into the mountain. Nobody lives there. That'll be that's the best case scenario that we've got right now. Which to imagine coming to terms with that, the dangerous part of this flight was like 90 seconds. So they okay. came to terms with that in like 20 seconds. Right. Just like, oh, we're going to die. Like, okay, let's try to not die in a place where more people will die. Right. And it's 400 people. It's this over 400 people. people. It's a lot yeah. of people. It would have been the third deadliest single airline crash ever, which. Yeah. Wow. Sad. Oof. Sad that it wouldn't have been the first. Right. Like, I was just thinking. Yeah. But um, yeah. How long was it total? Do you know how long? I think like, it was flight? 12 minutes oh total. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So it was 90, 90 some seconds was the dangerous part. And then they landed like plane stopped on the ground 30 minutes after 30? plane started to roll. 30 minutes, Oof. 30 minutes of total airtime, including the um, the slowest part is the fuel dumping. Right. right? So right. it just takes time it just i know i think about the like because because i i would not have blamed them if they had just dumped fuel all over the city of athens i'm glad they didn't yeah because it worked out but i wouldn't have blamed them right and i don't know if details have ever i talked about this probably last year but like maybe two or three years ago a delta pilot maybe dumped fuel all over LA, right? And right. Yeah, it happened yeah. to That's fall cool. on like a kindergarten class. Yeah, that was outside. <laughs> and that would be, that would suck. If you were a kindergarten teacher, all of a sudden you're covered in gasoline and so are the kids. That's not, that's not good. That's not a good day, right? No. But I remember like asking other Delta employees in like a Delta employee group, asking like, um, does anybody know what's up with that? Because like, I'm not calling the, the at all calling the pilot bad for doing that. Like sure. if the pilot yeah. decides to dump fuel, he has just has to do it. Right. It just, you know, there's just nothing to talk about, if yeah. you, you know, but nobody had said what was wrong with the plane or like why he made that decision or why he it's LA, the ocean's, you know, right there. Like, you know, whatever, right. just right. why. And, um, a couple people answered, including somebody who was a Delta employee who had been non-revving on that flight, and uh, but the admins deleted it, and so oh my oops. god, because <laughs> I think maybe I don't know, maybe it's not settled yet. I don't know. Sure. So yeah, oops. so I don't know. I can right. I can no longer access that information. Damn. But yeah, but he didn't. They didn't on this flight. They right. waited till they got out over the ocean. It's, and it's, uh, I mean, it's a miracle. Yeah. It's amazing. It is, it's, but it is a miracle. It is. Like it is it literally, literally, it doesn't, is, yeah. it doesn't, it's like, it is aeronautically and Possible. bizarre. Yeah. That's not right. What is it? Aeronon-dynamic. Aerodynamic. That's the word. 
<sighs> I need to like what look is... up some of the words I use. <laughs> <laughs> what is the opposite like, of aerodynamic? Aero. Non-dynamic. Right. I know. I think. Non-aerodynamic. Did, did you do Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts or anything? I didn't, no. Do you know, what is it called? Pinewood Derby? Do you know what oh, that yeah, is? Oh, yeah. My little brother did that. He, he won. He did. Yeah. He won? He won. He made, like, the little car and yeah. won? Yeah. My stepdad and Good him made him. the, they were in, like, he was in Boy Scouts and they, I mean, yeah. Peter's, like, a mathematical genius, but he... Designed yeah, a car so and built it for him, and they fucking won. So that okay, I'm not in any way picking on anybody. I'm not picking <laughs> no, on Peter. Not. I'm not picking on my own parents. But like, That's I remember thing, my brothers right? did it. Yeah, my brothers did it, and like, my brothers made their cars. And like, yeah. Supr- turns out, like, small children don't design cars <laughs> as well as adults. <laughs> yeah. So with like tools, you know, and but all that, like, the aerodynamics of like a car, like a little car going down a hill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So whenever, like, when you said the opposite of aerodynamic, I imagined like a just the square block yeah. on the wheels going down. <laughs> For anybody, Pinewood Derby is like a Boy Scouts thing where you design like a little wooden. It's it's a car, but it's just with like free spinning wheels, and it's a little wooden block that you like carve and paint or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you race them against other cars. Yeah. Going down a little hill, and um. Yeah, but I remember the kid who won in the one my brothers were in. The kid who won, they had like put a weight in it. They had like carved out the front and put a weight in it, and they didn't hide it. But I remember just being like, "You can't do that. That seems like a bridge too far, right?" Like, yeah, I don't know. That's definitely cheating. It seems like it, but I don't know what the rules are. Like, I don't know what the where the guidelines. I I was not in scouts. I don't know what the guidelines (laughs) were, but. Yeah. Huh. Send us pictures of your Pinewood Derby cars. Yeah. <laughs> but please. Or whatever version of that is like relevant to your life. Yeah. If you just like someone's gonna be like, My dad and I built this go kart. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like Raced took it, it to work every day. <laughs> but uh yeah. Did you ever want to be in Scouts? Like did it interest you? Uh not really. Yeah. Not really. I mean, I did a lot of sports, so I was busy. Uh, yeah, and that's fair. Yeah, it's it was. Um, it seemed too girly. That's what I did. That's fair. Yeah, I hung out fair with all fair. boys in my neighborhood. Yeah, so it wasn't you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair is fair. Sports. What about you? What sports did you do? No, I wasn't in. No. I wasn't in scouts. What I sports did, did you do? Um, I did a little bit of karate. I did uh, softball for a long time. Mm-hmm. I did soccer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, school softball. Yeah. What else did I do? Oh. Did were, did were, did you, uh, did you like softball? Were you good at softball? Oh, I was so good at softball. Really? Yeah. Why haven't we so ever played? Good. I know. Why I have. I honestly, why? we we almost joined like a a team this year, but then decided yeah. not to. At the last second, because we just had too much, too much going of like on. A... But yeah, yeah. It's but I definitely like it's definitely on my goal to join a team for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. So much fun. And they have like kickball no. leagues. That sounds fun. Yeah, there's a dodgeball. I don't know if it's still going now with like COVID and everything. I don't mm. know if it like restarted, but there was a dodgeball, like an adult dodgeball league. Yeah. Like like in my neighborhood, 
And I, yeah, I did. I mean, obviously, uh, it's been a a busy time right before COVID started. was a very busy part of my life. (laughs) But I... Guys, I'm pretty good at dodgeball. Yes, <laughs> like, like of all it. the sports that could exist, like let's no, but we it. should just play softball. Yeah, softball is fun. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I was not. Um, I signed up for softball the one year I went to public school. Yeah, and it was the only year that I did it. But was, did I, you like it? Okay, so did I like it? <laughs> um, I like. I liked. I like like we would play baseball and stuff in the backyard or like with kids in the neighborhood and stuff yeah. a lot. But I, I don't like having, I didn't, as a child, I didn't like having um, like commitments. <laughs> and you just wanted an open schedule. Damn it. Basically when I went to public school, so I went to a very small, very small Christian school. Right. Yeah. And at the very small Christian school, everybody just did everything. Cause there's no, you can't not be in the play because right. you have enough, you literally you, have to be you yeah and it's just what everybody's doing so i went to public school and signed up for everything because i just oh, assumed right. that it was like that so i signed up for clarinet part. chorus and <laughs> softball that's what i signed up for yes. the clarinet god bless my parents <laughs> they rent this clarinet for me yeah. i never ever ever practiced it like but not even one time in what grade never this? this was fourth grade fourth, fourth grade, grade. Okay. so nine years old and never not one time did i practice it <laughs> and i remember that i would forget to go to like the practice at the school yeah the lesson i probably went to it i probably went twice right oh and the second time i went the second time i went the the band leader or whatever it was just like Casey, do you want to play clarinet? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, you don't have to. And I was like, okay. And that was like the end. That was it. That was the that end was of it. me playing an instrument. That was the end. Yeah. But like, good on him. He didn't scold me or anything. He was just like, hey, kid, like, you don't seem to like this. <laughs> but And certainly you're not practicing. Like, you don't play clarinet. Here's the thing. Whether you want right. to or not, you don't play the clarinet. Right. But softball was kind of the same. We're like, I signed up for it. And then I remember like, I never, I just, I don't know, guys. I wasn't, I didn't get it. There were things I didn't get. Like my parents would come to the games and I'm like, I don't understand why anyone would come to the games. Like, why do you want to watch kids play a game? Like, what's fun? Like, who wants to do that? I don't know. Like, and like, it's very nice of my parents, but I also would like, uh, they put me in like outfield and I would just like, it's the ADHD guys. So I would just like sit down a lot in the outfield. And I like this sport (laughs) i played this sport in the neighborhood with the neighborhood kids often (laughs) i like this game but there's no outfield when you're playing with the neighborhood kids there's not enough yeah there's no outfield so and i would like but i would hit the ball really pretty good yeah but like 10 percent of the time and the rest (laughs) of the time i would and the i remember the poor my parents talk about this too because the the coach must have said this to them as well but i remember him saying to me like casey i don't i don't know what to do with you yeah like i don't know and it's like <laughs> what kind of frustration do you have to invoke in an adult man to, for him to say to a nine-year-old girl like not mean not scolding not yelling no, just, just like, like i, can't help I broke his i broke his spirit like i don't know it's like i what signed to up do with you. just to have fun. right 
right right i do this like yeah and i saw that guy at like the uh, when i worked at the hardware store in town like years later i yeah. saw him and he was just like a still he was like happy to see me it was totally pleasant but he was like yeah like you would just sit down in the field <laughs> during the game. You would just sit sit down on the ground and no longer, not even watching the game. And that's why, again, I do not understand why my parents are coming to these games. <laughs> Who wants to watch kids play softball? It can't be fun. But parents do. Parents like to parents watch their kids do. play sports. Yeah, my mom usually sat in the car until like halfway through and then was like, okay, I'll watch the rest. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Did you want her to watch you play, though? Uh, no, it was neutral. I didn't care one way or yeah. the other. It was totally neutral. I was yeah. like so into it. It yeah. didn't matter. It was, but it was like your thing. Yeah, like, it exactly. Didn't feel... Like she could drop me off and it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but, but people, but some kids, that's like, it means a lot to them when their parents yes. like come yeah. to their games Yeah, 100%. And stuff. Yeah. It's like make so, or break it. Yeah. So I get why my parents like, you know. Yeah. That why they came for that reason. Right. But it's not like I watch you and I watch sports on TV. You and I watch sports on TV yeah. together occasionally. Right. Yeah. That's fun. But part of Very the fun, fun of it is like these are athletes at like the top of right. like the, the, <laughs> yeah. the like the top, 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 Level, you know, yeah. upper echelon of. Yeah. So that's really interesting to watch. Oh, but par- yeah, know. parents of like Little yeah. League and softball and just any kid's sports like. Yeah. But some parents, I think, like it. Yeah. Authentically enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Like, it's nice to, I, I, yeah. Like, occasionally I'll get like parenting ads for some reason, like on Instagram oh, or yeah. TikTok. And it's always like, you know, enjoy the time with your kids that you have because it goes quickly. And I don't doubt that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> but it's just like funny to me. <laughs> Cause it's like sometimes kids suck and sometimes it's really fucking hard to be a parent. It's okay. Yeah. You know, it's fine. It's a complex thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a complex thing. It's a thing. balance. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Our, our, I'm sure both of our, I don't know, all of the billion dollar companies that are watching us all the time are <laughs> very much like, these two right. are probably going to have a kid at some point. Like, right. let's see. Exactly. Like, exactly. All the time. But stuff like, sometimes it's specific, like what you're saying right now, like enjoy the time with your kids because it goes by fast and it's like, well guess what champ like no kids to enjoy (laughs) like right but exactly yeah i get so much stuff and what's offensive is i get ads daily for like egg freezing it's like okay right okay i'm not back off back off exactly like i i have first of all if you are a like fertility clinic get your money back because like I yeah. don't have the money to freeze my eggs. Like, what are you talking right. about? <laughs> like right. you money, not well spent. No. Uh, Cause they are advertising to people who cannot afford this service, but true. That's a good point. We are, we are off the rails. But <laughs> Oh my gosh. Do you have a fact? I do. Have For a anybody fact. there's, there are intelligent, brilliant people in the audience right now waiting for your, the fact. And I've totally neglected <laughs> and they to, stuck it out. I'm so sorry. no, I mean, don't apologize to me. I enjoy it. <laughs> this is okay. This is like it's not necessarily a fact per se. It's more of a coincidence, but it's funny because it's like officially on this company's website. So, mm-hmm. okay, Bicycle, the card um, company, like the original, like creators of playing cards. Oh, playing cards. Yeah. Um, which are like, uh, I'd have to look it up again, but it's like a hundred and. 
28 years old or something like that. It's insane. Wow. It's a very old company. Um, So the numbers and values in the decks are very similar to like our current calendar. So two colors, right? There's red and black and they represent Mm -hmm. night and day. And then there's four Mm -hmm. suits, which represent four seasons. And then 12 um, like court cards, like uh, face Mm -hmm. cards for 12 months. And then 13 of each of each suit, which is 13 lunar cycles in a year. And then 52 cards total representing 52 weeks in a year. And apparently the Jokers, there's two of them. um, And that if you without the Jokers, it's uh, 364, like the total of the cards. Um. And then you, if you add the Joker, it gets you 365. And then you add the second Joker, it gets you 366, which is the total, obviously, with leap years and short years and whatever. Oh. So I don't, it's not necessarily a fact. Like, I don't think cards were created well, after that, but it's like a very odd yeah. thing that it like well, actually fits. Aren't playing cards like based on tarot cards? Isn't that their like the history? So I guess that makes sense. Could be. Yeah. Um, I might be wrong about that. That acor- might just I mean, be something. According to the like bicycle website, they have an article about it and it says it oh, wasn't on- designed with the relationship in mind. It's just a coincidence with the numbers, but oh, um, okay. it's like a very weird coincidence because, and like you can kind of fit anything into a coincidence, but this, I don't know, it just is like thing after thing after thing. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. Right. So much so that like bicycle has an article about it on their website. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. so it's very interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And also, I mean, and like, not everybody yeah. has four seasons. And, you know, like, there's definitely loopholes uh, yeah. in it, but. Yeah. Yeah, the four season thing is definitely, like, uh, yeah. that's, like, <laughs> which, Europe and North America. <laughs> yes, which is funny because when I was, like, looking this up, um, I was like, I wonder how many places actually have four seasons. And then I got into a whole rabbit hole, which I have, like, bundle of facts now from that so we're gonna be hearing a lot about seasons yeah because it's interesting it's actually really interesting yeah that's the kind of thing that i like love the way that your um like geography contributes to your culture yes you know and your yeah all of that is so there was something um that like very big huge thick dense like history book um yeah. has a whole section about the like i'm not going to remember this it, either the aztec or mayan like mathematical system mm, yeah. and how they their like concept of like mathematics was based on um like ours is generally ba- is based on like 10 right like yeah there's 10 numbers between like you know one and 10 10 to 20 20 to 30 like and it's it that is fairly arbitrary right yeah. um but uh, there was but their number system was based on another number maybe like nine and 13 or something like that and mm. i was saying to my mom i like commented like that's so weird like i have such a hard time conceiving of that and she was like well like hours and days <laughs> that's like a that's like a number system based on 60 yeah. and 24 and like feet and inches <laughs> it's based on 12 or i'm yeah. like listed all these different ways that we use <laughs> systems like that and yeah. i was like you're right mom <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> yeah but oh i do have a rant please a short rant please 
about measurements. Oh, yes, okay. please. Short, brief. Anything brief. we can do to piss off half of our listeners. Yes. Fully half. Fully half. Uh, okay. <laughs> about measurements All I'm specifically. Say, so, some of you are all so wonderful, and we love every single one of you so, so much. And one of the things that you do that is very funny and we thoroughly enjoy is when you send us memes about like articles or examples of Americans using some yeah. object <laughs> to measure things, right? And the joke is always like Americans will use anything except the metric system. Yeah. But the most common one, like the most common system, the most common like unit that Americans use is football fields. Yeah. And like my dudes, do you know how long a football field is? About a kilometer. <laughs> That's about, it's a hundred yards between the touchdown lines and it's 120 yards if you measure the very end to like the goalpost to goalpost, okay? So it's about a kilometer. So you're making fun of us for basically using kilometers. Okay, so That's jokes the way on you. you, went you with it. Like, That's the way you jokes went. on you. Jokes on you guys. I I mean, we love to see it. Right. But we could literally just change right, the word football to football field to, to kilometer. kilometer. Yeah. Yeah. But that would and be then everybody wins, but it's not the American way. Americans have to win. And it, but 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 you can actually picture a football field if you just say it's a kilometer to Americans. What am I gonna think? Yeah. Not nothing. You know what I do brain, when people I mean, say eventually yeah. I think your brain would just auto like a kilometer is a football field. I'm inviting people to use that if they would like to. Yeah. I'm saying if you if you if you need <laughs> kilometers for some reason, you can just whoop that into football fields yeah. and you can say it's a 5k is five football fields, about, right? And then it doesn't about, seem so yeah. bad, right? Cuz yeah. you watch football players like whoop up and down the football field all day. There you go. But I have no idea. I other uh, 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 what are they? School buses, like another oh, really yes, common that's one. That's another common one, yeah. Right, but at school, that's a deeply American one, I guess, because like folks, they don't have school buses in most other countries, like yellow school buses that right. are like a standard length, like that. Yeah, I love <laughs> when the Danish boys visited us. They were like, "Oh my god, are those real? Like yeah. school buses are like There's a real? Like, we were stuck behind a school bus, yeah. and they were like, oh my god, it's a real American school bus.' <laughs> yeah, American school bus." Oh, magic school bus. See, that was a little bus, though. Yeah, that is true. Because it had to fly, so. Right. The aerodynamics there. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Okay. The aerodynamics of the magic school bus are are heavily influenced by magic. What yes. are you going to do? Yes. <laughs> but. All right. We're off the rails we completely. Are. Um, I love you so, so much, you, Mariah. Thanks for telling that story. So oh, glad thank everyone you for survived. Listening. That was a good Everyone one. survived. It was a miracle. Ugh. A full-blown miracle. So, uh, yeah, I love you. We love, love each too. and every one of you. Thank you for the memes. Oh, and yes. uh, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you noticed anything we got wrong, or in, in the case of this flight, if you just know more about it, and uh, because you know more about it, you notice details that are um 
that are off, details that were reported one place that are actually incorrect. If you have a better understanding of how these engines were designed, I know some of you have a better sense of how the engines were designed and how water plays a role in that, uh, throw us an email or message us on Instagram or TikTok. If you know how to use TikTok, please uh, teach me. <laughs> um, if you are a creator of any kind, if you make music, if you make art, if there's anything that you do that you'd like us to uh, spread the word about, throw us a message. Let us know. We, uh, you're our buddies and we're all in this together. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful week and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.